Welcome to a special tribute episode of Dear Me From The Past and one of the shortest episodes we have today. Today we pay our heartfelt tribute to the remarkable Tui Arahia Miriama Bristow, born on the 26th of August 1982, and whose life left an indelible mark on everyone who had the privilege of knowing her. Tui was a native of Lower Hutt, New Zealand, who brought a vibrant spirit and a deep sense of family to the world. Born to Kathy and Robert Bristow, she was not only the cherished youngest daughter of her family, but also a beloved younger sister to her siblings, Kiriana and Eritana. They lived in 44 Beach Street in Petoni, where her mother Kathy stated that the whole of Petoni was connected somehow to their household. As a child, Tui was the apple of her mother Kathy's eye. Kathy's love and attention were boundless, and she doted on Tui, fostering a close and nurturing bond that would shape Tui's early years. This mother and daughter connection created a strong foundation of the love and support that Tui carried with her throughout her life. Kathy stated that as a baby, she was spoiled. She got anything and everything she wanted and was just as bossy as a young child as she was as an adult. She was always caring for others and regardless of whether she had the resources, she would make space for people who needed a place to stay. One of the standout characteristics that emerged in Tui's childhood was her natural assertiveness slash bossiness. Even from a young age, she exhibited a strong sense of maturity and the ability to confidently express her thoughts and feelings directly. As someone who received the direct end of her comments, I can say she knew how to cut around the bullshit. Tui's innate caring nature and gift for making friends easily were qualities that endeared her to those around her. She had a remarkable ability to connect with people on a genuine and empathetic level. This magnetic charisma allowed her to forge deep and lasting friendships effortlessly. Tui's warm and welcoming personality often led her to bring new friends home to meet her family, extending the circle of love and support that she had experienced from her own family to those she befriended. Kathy stated that Tui made friends so frequently that she would randomly bring new friends back to their house and Kathy would have to remember who they were for the next time they came to visit. I feel so privileged to say that I was one of those kids. Tui made me her friend and even though I went to school across the road in Petoni, Sagra Hutt Primary School and she went to Petoni Primary School, I would walk past their school every day and she'd be standing out the front gate. She would say hello but I was shy and ignored her. One day she asked me if I was going to ignore her again and this was the first time I truly looked at her and she waved across the street. I laughed and waved back. This became a running joke between us for weeks. The thing is, Tui was always surrounded by people and some of those people were boys. Incredibly intimidated for a 10-year-old, 11-year-old girl. So I stayed in my lane, but she would have none of it. Till we went to primary school, Petoni, and then shockingly, Sacred Heart College. When her and Anna T turned up at Sacred Heart the first day, I was pretty shocked, but I didn't actually realize that there was way more religion in her household than there was in mine. I didn't even realize that her big sister, Eddie Tanner, also went to SHC which is another reason she was there. But if you know Tui, she took everything in her stride and had a fantastic resting bitch face. She didn't give anything away unless she was laughing at something dumb you did or said. So Tui was more than a friend. She was a mentor and a source of laughter. Her humor was one of a kind, always finding the light side of things. From our initial shy glances at each other across the road and becoming close friends, Tui's warm and welcoming spirit brought confidence into my life. Tui was the one person that put me in my place when I was being immature and stupid. She was the person I rang to tell her about something that made me laugh. And a boyfriend called me dear once and I didn't know what he was referring to. So Tui cracked up and started calling me Bambi for a few weeks. 
Only Tui could make light of something so ridiculous. One of my favorite memories from high school was when I didn't get into the grade A and B netball team. I wasn't very good, so I don't know why I was so full of myself. So instead of going to play for C grade, I went to play for I grade and Auntie Kathy was our coach. When I rocked up to training, I was so unfit and I didn't understand why we were training so hard. So I said to Kathy, why are we training so hard? We're I. And she said to me, it doesn't matter what grade you are. You should always try your best. You should always train and prepare to deliver your best. That training session was one of the worst training sessions I'd ever attend to. And I don't remember if I went to any others, but I definitely played games on Saturday with them and had a blast. Tui left Wellington at the end of her first form year uh, after her sister had graduated from Sacred Heart and moved to Auckland with her parents. So her father was relocating because he was studying to be a priest. Um, And Tui first off went to Penrose High School, which is called One Tree Hill now. And then she went to Queen Vic, which she really, really liked. So after high school, she went into the retail industry where she ended up managing a bras and things store. She met Gordon, her partner and father of her children in Auckland, and they moved to Wellington together and hung out with sister Eddie Tanner while they got things settled. After a few years, Tui moved to Tauranga, which is where we reconnected. And Tui had her son, Robert Damon, at that point in time. And my children spent a lot of time with Tui around that time. They loved her. They loved hanging out with her. They loved visiting her. There were always kids there. Tui was infamous for a place where all the kids wanted to go hang out with in school holidays. So my kids were no different. Tui and Gordon moved with their two boys, Robert Damon and Lord Moko, from Onehanga to Melbourne in 2012. She was a property manager in the city for three years, looking after service apartments and managing bookings, meeting greets and preparing the apartments for visitors. We went to watch The Lion King with my husband and daughter one weekend, and this would be the last time that Tui and I actually saw each other. But we had the best afternoon. We went to watch an NRL game together. I can't remember who was playing against the Melbourne Storm, but it was the most fabulous weather. So we went with my husband, Craig, Gordon. I think my daughter was there as well. A friend of theirs who got really, really drunk. It was funny. So Tui and I just laughed at him the whole time. And then afterward, we went back to her place. And that's where I saw Kathy again after, I think, about five or six years, not seeing them for such a long time. It was really lovely. Knowing Tui, she was well organized. Her house was, when you've got kids, and she had the most well-organized house. Those kids could want for nothing. So it was really nice to see her in that space. A story that her mother told me about Tui was that she was playing for St Kilda Netball. And after playing with them for a few years, she decided that she wanted to start her own club. So she's responsible for Port Melbourne Colt Netball Club, which is attached to the footy club. So she'd gone through everything prior to her passing and then after she passed all the approvals were committed and done and signed off and in their first year the club got a cup for one of the finals they had four teams and three of the teams were in the finals so that's pretty amazing so she's still considered one of the founding members of of the club which I think is really really cool she has three children Robert Damon's 15 he is in the under 18th basketball team Luomoko's 13 Rungomai Ariki is six plays rugby league for under fives. So last year, Robert Damon and Uwamuka played basketball with Tui's sister, Iditana, as their coach, and they won their finals. So it's nice to see that her love for sport is instilled within her children. The next part of the podcast is going to be an insert from stuff.co.nz on Tui's death. 
I think it's important because it's the words that Editana Bristow provided to staff on the circumstances surrounding Tui's passing. So this is what it says. It says, and just for context, Tui died out of the blue in 2020. So before COVID um, impacted our lives significantly. But this is what the article says. It says that Editana Bristow said that she had chest pain that morning but assumed it was heartburn or something. Eventually she went to ER and was told she needed surgery for an aortic dissection, which is a tear in the inner layer of the large blood vessel branching off the heart and required immediate treatment. Editana, who lived in Amsterdam at the time, offered to jump on a plane and head straight for Melbourne, but Tui advised her that it should be fine. Editana, who felt that the call mirrored the call she received before their father passed away, jumped on a plane anyway and headed for Melbourne. Tui had a genetic heart disorder that she didn't know she had. She died suddenly in hospital on the 25th of January 2020. Editana found out during her stopover in Indonesia that her sister hadn't made it. The loss of of Tui was earth-shattering for Editana and everyone who knew her. She was the godmother to my kids, Editana said. There was only a year and a half between us and although I was the older one, she always had a very motherly personality. Our dad had a heart arrhythmia and Tui's oldest son has a heart condition, but we never realised she had anything wrong. We'd all been checked out after our dad died and nothing was found. Tui had always been sporty, Editana said, and had a passion for netball. Netball was her life. She played for St Kilda City Football Netball Club for a number of years and was heavily involved in the Port Melbourne Colts Netball Club. She was fit, strong and healthy. She played, She managed teams, coached them, umpired games. She was a bit of a control freak and the most organised person I know. She always knew exactly what to do. Tui was a generous person. Whenever I came over, she'd be asking me whether I wanted some shoes or makeup. I always left her home with my bag popping at the zip. Tui had built her life around helping those around her, especially her three sons, Robert Damon, 11 at the time, Rua Moko, 10 at the time, and Rungo Mayariki, who was only two. The boys are okay and they're just quiet at the moment, but they are strong, which is a testament to Tui. They've all been through a lot together. I'm not sure why I decided to run a tribute episode for Tui, but I think it's important, I think I feel it's important that we reflect on how little, you know, short life is. Whatever you choose to do with that message is also up to you, but it's a good reminder to me that things could change in a heartbeat. I don't want to say cliche words like living life to the fullest, but I guess it's making the most of every opportunity you have, which is really important. And I know that we it's, it doesn't sound like any of us are not making the most of those opportunities, but another part of it is understanding where you are in life and understanding that you can't change the past, but you have a significant influence on the future. And this is sounding very self-helpy, so I'm going to stop there, but I think it was really important. I want to appreciate all the girls who did have some sort of impact in our life. And I know we've got a long way to go on our podcast and where we want it to go in the future, but Tui was a significant part of my memories in school and she was definitely a better friend to me than I was to her. So there's regrets there that there's you know that I wasn't able to do things of impact on her life as she had on me. But it doesn't mean the memories aren't the same. And talking to her mother today was lovely because one, I'm hundred percent gonna stay in contact with her mum. <laughs> 
Auntie Kathy was such a lovely person and we had such a fantastic conversation, which I feel really privileged to have with her. And two is I think it's really important that we continue to share our stories and learn from each other. And although Tui's life was cut short before she turned 40 um, or experienced, you know, the disaster of 2020, 2021, 2022, keeping in contact and engaging with each other and, and moving through life learning from each other I think is really really important so yeah thank you for joining me today on this heartfelt tribute to a remarkable person if you have your own stories or memories of Tui that you'd like to share please add to the page so we hope that this episode has honored her memory in the way she truly deserves This Friday, we return to your regular broadcasting episodes. See you then.